Hello, this is Corey. This is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast, in which Corey and Ryan embrace the great commission given to us in Matthew 28, 19, and 20. We aim to strengthen the walk of fellow Christians, and we hope to reach the lost. Although we're not qualified, we have been equipped to share God's love. Thank you for joining us on the show. intro (laughs) yeah uh that was uh many many moons ago but uh as you guys can tell we got a new intro Uh, we worked very very hard on that intro several several hours several retakes uh ryan is working me to the bone (laughs) Corey's a perfectionist oh okay 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 you guys should have heard the first one of that recording it was uh Throughout the night, we got certified um, dog crap, and then we got um, <laughs> certified just raw sewage. <laughs> uh, but uh, we just kind of want to take this episode. This episode is going to be a, a lighter episode. Um, we have a really fun and exciting uh, guest. I'll give you guys a sneak peek into next week. Next week is going to be probably one of our funnest guests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Jordan uh, Rupel is coming as a special guest next week, so uh, we want you to uh, come in and take a listen to that. But uh, mm-hmm. this episode, I just kind of wanted to um, do a housekeeping episode and maybe keep it light, funny, um, some bloopers of Corey and Ryan. Uh, but we're going to kind of go unscripted, kind of, there's not really been a pre- uh, pre-show. <laughs> yeah, we we have lots of sound effects now, so uh, we'll kind of walk through. Um I'd actually kind of like to do kind of like a Q&A, ask me anything eventually once we do like a live show and stuff like that. This is kind of just a talking, talking point. Yeah. But, uh, so uh, let me think here. Think for a minute. This is the, this is the problem we go in unscripted. Okay. So uh, housekeeping ideas. Well, housekeeping. So Corey and Ryan are officially uh, fundraising. We are fundraising um, Krispy Kreme Dozen Donuts. Until the 25th of next month. No, this month now. Today's 25th, June 1st, yep, right? 25th of June. Um, all the links have been posted. If you <laughs> don't live near us uh, and you're not local, we do have the ability to buy digital dozens. Um, Even if you don't want to buy donuts or coffee or anything, you can just cash up us or Venmo, PayPal us money. Uh, yep, just so... Help. We don't have a Support business demo yet. Oh, never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's something on the list. Um, but yeah, um, we really appreciate all the ones who have helped donate to our yeah. calls. Um, we've we've had sound equipment donated to us. We've had financial uh, means donated to us. We could not do this without without the help of those who support this ministry. Yeah. So we want to, from the bottom of our hearts, we really want to say thank you. Uh, a few more fundraising things. Um, we are in the process of filing all of our IRS, our 1023s, all those forms. Um, we lack like what? One more form? One more form. One more official form. Yeah. And that's the actual 1023, um, which Ryan and I have some housekeeping things to do ourselves. We have to kind of write everything down that's on a plan. So, um, but we are going to continue fundraising efforts even after the dozen donuts and everything um, sells. Um, so again, we are seeking help. If there's someone out there who does this for a living, we'd certainly 
We would take, like to take their advice. Take their Definitely. advice. Yeah, we will take their advice. Um, I kind of want to go behind the scenes a little bit on this episode, kind of get to know us. Um, Corey or Ryan have not shared their official testimony yet. That's an episode coming, but we wanted to lighten up the mood a little bit. Um, kind of, I know we've been serious, 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 like for the last uh, four or five episodes. So, yeah. Uh, so we're going to kind of talk about Ryan gave me a funny idea. Uh, <laughs> that's a blooper. <laughs> we can we can keep that in there. It'll be fine. Um, Ryan wants to um, kind of tell some stories. We want to get some raw, uncut humor on on the microphones. Um, so Ryan was telling me a funny, funny story, and I do want to hear it again because okay, I, yeah. I want our audience to hear it. I was telling you this last night. All right, well. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast that I like, and it's called uh, Southside Rabbi. It's with this Christian rapper I listen to. His name is KB. And, well, he was telling stories from his past where he was young in the faith, and um, he wasn't as mature as he was now. He's like 19 years, old, 19 years old. Him and his wife, well, his girlfriend at the time, they were in premarital counseling, and... Uh, they were talking, they were, he said they were going through the weeds of their marriage or their, their relationship. And there was this couple sitting behind them and the woman was leaning in and listening to their conversation. Well, he was telling his wife, he said, let's give her something to listen to. So he started, he started uh, acting like he was this big guy, you know, running the streets dealing drugs and all that. He said uh, whenever he w- comes home, all he wants is this this line of Coke on the table ready for him, ready to go, <laughs> ready for him to snort. Well, <laughs> he, he was saying, whenever I get home, all I want to do is sit on the couch and snort that line of Coke, but I get home and you're sitting there snorting it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that woman behind him started to get troubled, so she took off, went to the bathroom, and they were continuing the conversation or whatever. And she came back out. She put both of her hands on the table and wouldn't even look at the guy. She looked directly to the girl and said, you can get help. You can get out of this. This does not have to be this way. And then KV started to try to talk. And she was like, no, you said enough. You've done enough. And he was like, no, ma'am, ma'am. We're Christians. What kind of Christians are you? Is this that new life church over there talking about riding white horses? And eventually, after some time, she she believed him. And, and KB was like, how did I let that slip through my filter? Why did we do this? <laughs> but, but the life lesson here is you eavesdrop and you go get what you get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention. Yeah. She said that that woman's. Uh, Sister died of an overdose. That's why she was so upset. That, but you do uh, yeah. again. You should stay. stay uh, if it doesn't pertain to and you, you should stay out of it. They didn't even. They didn't even go into counseling that day. That was in the waiting room. They they just went home. He was like, I I need to go home for a minute. I need to <laughs> I need to chill out. Um, I I have that personality, so I I could see myself if somebody was hearing me. Because I'm one of those, if you guys know me by any, anyone who knows me will say, will agree. So I will occasionally do something 
just because somebody said don't do it, right? I, I have that kind of personality, right? <laughs> just so, like your brother Isaiah. Right, right. Yeah, so um, <laughs> defiance disorder, right, I guess. But uh, I'm also crazy enough that somebody wants to see a complete and embarrassment I'm okay with doing that. Like I'm okay with putting my dignity on the line for humor. That's that's my personality, right? So yeah. Um, so that's why Ryan and I we clash so much because I don't uh, like putting myself out there. Uh, yeah, Ryan is the most organized, well structured, well balanced. You know, every person, and then I'm the crazy one. So if if you meet us, we're like the the duo that you never ask for, but everybody wants. Um, but. It's uh, I, like I said, I, we're just kind of getting to know each other and kind of getting to know who we are. Um, I do want to kind of mention this, and this is unofficial. I haven't really talked to Ryan about this, but I do want to set up a meet and greet once we have uh, like um, a following. And um, I really do appreciate. Um, I never thought we started that new series, Flash of Faith. I never thought that was going to be the taking point that was going to take our, our show to the next level. But mm-hmm. uh, there's actually a hunger out there. And. Ron and I are getting a lot of analytics that say it's really doing well. It's really doing well. Right. Yeah. So, um, but once, once we maybe, maybe if we hit 10,000 followers or something, maybe, you know, my, a milestone, I'm just thinking out loud, but yeah. we could do a meet and greet. Um, but, uh, we kind of want to hear from, from our audience. Um, most of the time we only get hate email. That's, that's the unfortunate <laughs> truth. We never get like positive, um, you know, the show was awesome emails. <laughs> we only get, uh, yeah, we only get, uh, stupidity rubs off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus here, but, uh, there are some certain, certain individuals in our life who thinks that I, Corey, am the dumbest thing on this earth. So, um, they, they certainly tell me about it. <laughs> so, and I'm not begging for attention. I'm not begging for positivity, but, uh, it's all, it's always, it, it, I say this in the show, you know, we have the prayer wall, we have the donations link, all those go to the same email. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we look at our email expecting good things, right? It's not good things. It's just one after the other. Just, uh, this show is stinky. This is a certified pile of garbage, you know? So, and, and the best advice I ever got was if you go into ministry, don't take personal attacks personally. That was the best advice I ever got because, you know, I, I didn't realize how much people attack the ministry until I got into ministry. You know, I used to kind of think I was, I, I guess I was naive, right? So I used to kind of think, oh, preachers got it together. They, they just live their life serving God, you know, nine to five job, just like everybody else. You know, uh, they go home, go to work, go home repeat the cycle, you know, but that's not, that's not what it is. Ministry is so much more, um, in depth than that. You know, people who are in a hospital, they call their pastor, people who are, uh, it's a full-time job. Yeah. It's, it's a full-time job. It is, it's more than a full-time job, but, uh, you know, I am having the time of my life. I, I only speak for myself here. Ryan can speak up, but you know, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for a long time. God, please show me what you want me to be doing, right? Let me enjoy, align my heart's desires to what you want me to be doing. And, you know, I've did tons and tons of places and tons and tons of different hospitals and different things, you know, and even tons of jobs, you know, I've, I've wore many hats, but, uh, 
this is the place in my life I finally have achieved doing something I enjoy. And when you do something you enjoy, you don't work a day in your life. So that's, that's for me, this has been, I guess, the epiphany that I needed that was finally the place in my life where I'm starting to see results. And so even though I get all the hate email and all the, the snarky comments of, yeah, I, I made this joke the other day. I said, you know, it amazes me. You start sharing the ministry, how many ministers there are out there. Every minister, they know the Bible front and back. Every one of them come out of the woodworks when you say something on, on a live show. And it's like, and then you realize they're really not ministers, but they sure think they are. <laughs> you know, they, they, again, you guys are going to have to deal with, today we're going on cut, on raw. All of our bloopers are happening at one time. So if you hear a bunch of. The speaker back, just turned off in the yep, background. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody, everybody is really quick. And I'm not going to say everybody. There are a few people who are really quick to, uh, to point your mistakes out publicly <laughs> so, right. Corey, what's the dumb thing you, you've done in your past i could write a whole book on dumb things i've done in my past give us one story uh, what are your top stories i have a dumb story that wasn't even me but i was involved in it but I, it's funny so I'll, I'll share it so i was in the in the military i was in the navy and um i was greenside which simply just means i was with the marines my career and so I had a couple Marines. They come into my uh, the treating facility, the BAH, and uh, they come to us. And I say BAH. Give me a second. That's not the word. I've lost my I've lost my edge. They come into the the treatment facility, the military treatment facility, and they one of them has um, rabies. One of the Marines has rabies. And we're out in the middle of the field, and I'm wondering to myself, how do two innocent Marines get rabies, right? And if you know anything about the Marines, they have a they have a structure where they they take a battle buddy with them everywhere they go, right? So there's there should be always two Marines together, right? There should never be one Marine together. Um, but so I'm like asking this, I'm like, what happened to your battle here, right? He's like, he won't tell me. He's just shaking his head no, right? I'm like, Marine, you better tell me what happened to your battle here, right? Shakes his head no. And he's, I'm like, Marine, like, you better tell me right now, right? Like, this is about to get serious, right? And he says, he found this cat, and this cat randomly bit him, and now he has rabies, right? And I was like, Okay, I, I have fallen off a turnip truck before in my life, but it was not yesterday. I was like, I am not stupid, Marine. Like, either A, you tell me the truth. Cats just don't walk up to you and be like, you know what? You're snacked today. You know, <laughs> they just don't do that, right? That's that's not a cat's behavior, right? So I, I'm i like, Marine, either you tell me the truth or there's going to be a health and safety inspection tomorrow at 0430, right? So a health and safety inspection was where a corpsman could come in and they could just rip your barracks apart, right? They would inspect everything. They would be looking for uh, mold, you know, anything. But they would just, I mean, they would just wake you up out of the dead of sleep, and they would just wreak havoc on your life, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, there's going to be a health and safety inspection unless you tell me the truth, right? 
he would he that was his story he was going to die on that hill right that he he just found this cat this cat just stumbled upon him bit him left his way you know i was like marine do you understand what you're doing <laughs> right so zero four thirty comes up we we wake them all up i mean we wake them up disrespectfully we we get the pots we get the pans i mean we we wake every marine up in in the patrol we wake them all up right so I start inspecting. I start tearing this place apart. I open up a closet door, and there's many cats. <laughs> many cats. Okay. <laughs> These Marines have gotten this great idea. This is the thing is you never give a Marine time, okay? Because a Marine with nothing better to do, they do stupid things, okay? So I open this closet. Meow, 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 meow. Cats everywhere, right? These Marines have started a elite cat fighting circle. Oh my goodness. And these Marines are fighting cats like chickens <laughs> in the field. In the field, right? So here I am, like, just absolutely stunned what I've just uncovered, right? And, you know, they're like, this was obviously a very elaborate collaboration with other <laughs> marines this was not just a here kitty here kitty one cat just fell into the cloth no this was a very elaborate and on-purpose thing you know so of course the uh the commander the gunny everyone loses their mind i mean everyone's getting beat i mean there's people getting sent home there's people getting discharged for uh, this this is a whole fallout right but we still have the cats right we catch these stupid cats we still have the cats right well, I get the misfortunate thing that I have to take care of the cats. <laughs> How many were there just about? There was nine. Nine cats. Oh, my goodness. So, like, one day, I'm the um, I'm the watch of the day. Like, I'm on the watch, right? I'm on the Corman watch of the day. And, like, Gunny comes up to me, and he tells me, like, to go out back and handle the cats, right? What he meant is, like, pew, 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 pew. Free smoke, free smoke, hey, free smoke, free smoke. <laughs> yeah, hand out some free butt whoopings. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so me and a colleague of mine, we go handle these kitty cats. And that is a story that has stuck with me all this time. But uh, I couldn't imagine having to kill nine cats. Can you imagine having the catch maintain and, you know, collect not? No, it was, it was a terrible, terrible situation. But I could not go out there and kill. I like animals too much. I, I love animals, and you know this was this was a place in my life where I did not see myself going. <laughs> well, here, here I was, you know, I, I, here I was, right in the middle of it. That's kind of the the fail of my life. That like kind of made me question everything I was doing. <laughs> you know, so, that joined so, the Navy to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at that moment, I was really thinking, is this really the pinnacle of my career? <laughs> but I I did have a good time in in, in service. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me if I miss it. And, and of course, I, I was not walking out my Christian way of life. Um, so there was a lot of sin in my life, right? So there was there was women, there was alcohol, there was um clubbing there, there was a lot of things that go hand in hand right that but eating too much dessert food yeah yeah well, I, I was in shape i i could eat multiple desserts because i was in the gym three times a day but uh, <laughs> i don't miss 
I don't miss the sinful nature, right? I don't miss the sins that I committed. But you miss the experience of the Navy, I the do, brotherhood that you had. I, I was going to say, I miss the commodity, the purpose, yeah. the, the structure. Uh, see, the thing is, no one tells you. Um, so I joined, you know, straight out of high school. And, you know, I, I that was my plan. That was my only plan. I didn't have a backup plan. Like, when I joined the military, I was like, I'm just going to do 20 years. I'm going to retire, right? And, of course, um, you know, a little bit about my testimony is I, I lost my hearing and I, I took a health toll. Um, so either way, I, I ended up discharging, which I, I, I took honorable discharge. But uh, there was a lot of circumstance that happened to get me to this point today. But no one tells you when you when all you know is this way of life. No one tells you what to do. So, that you know, they just kind of give you to the street. Right. And, and they try to set you up. They have classes and stuff that they try to you know, transition you into the, the civilian world, right? But no one tells you, like, how to live your life outside of the military, right? So you've kind of grew accustomed to this is the way of life and this is the only way of life. And so then when you come out here and you're working your regular nine-to-five job, it's much different, right? Um, of course, there was very much cussing. There was very, there was a, there was a stamina surrounded my experiences right mm -hmm. so when i got out here it was kind of hard to adjust because you know of course my language you know every third word was was you know and i can't fix my board i just realized see we're learning stuff together right now i just realized you cannot change the pads live oh i didn't know that yeah you can't can you so here i was going to so use we're gonna have to make a we may can make, make a, 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 a playlist here and play it through the board. Again, this is uncut, unfiltered. This is just us. But uh, like I was saying, no one prepares you for how you're going to live your life outside of the military. So Is that why there's a lot of like homeless veterans when they get up uh, of service? Yeah, for sure. And and there is some resources. And this is the thing. is I, I kind of want to talk about this because this is important. This is really important. And this is kind of darker. I, I know we said we want to keep it light, but I, I do want to hit on this. But, you know, so every single day, there are 22 veterans who kill themselves. The yeah. suicide. I saw, like, the bracelets and stuff like that. Right. Every single day, 22 veterans kill themselves. That is an unacceptable standard. Like, it's unacceptable that we as a society just allow that. And, you know, I... I've said on this show many times, don't talk to me about politics because I will hurt your feelings regardless of what side you sit on, right? I I will tell you I am no politician. I will tell you I have a very poor um, opinion of the political system and all that, right? Yeah. But what bothers me the most is, like I said, 22 veterans kill themselves every day. But we have all this funding. We have all this money for silly things and, and i'll give an example you know just like um you know when the house meets or the senate meets you know they may not get anything done but they fly all these people in from all over the all over the u.s all over the world to sit there and argue and it's like we have the budget for that but we don't have the budget to make sure that these veterans are getting the help that they need and i know that's a real serious thing but that that is one of my things that just bothers me to the core, right, is is how we treat people who have 
went and served for this country. And I and I'm not seeking, I'm not seeking, um, you know, thank you for your service. I'm not seeking any of that. I, I I did a job just like anybody else does a job. I'm not seeking your thank yous. I'm just I'm asking, is this really how we want to be known as a society? Is this really what we is this our best foot? Is uh, I'm just asking, are we putting our best foot forward? You know, so and again, I'm going to get off the top the, the, the dark topics here in just a second. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll have some fun. But uh, that's, you know, just something to be thinking about in, in the background it, because it is important. It really is important. And I and I hope, um, of course, I use this ministry to do pretty much uh, ministry wherever, however, you know, there, there's really no guidelines. Ryan and I have uh, open contracts that say we can pretty much free reign how we want to um, while using the ministry. We don't really, we're in the process of writing down some kind of some ground rules just for legal purposes, but uh, Ryan really doesn't question something I feel close to my heart. I really don't question what he has on his heart. So there's a lot of things that we just don't really get into each other's ministry but we both minister. Like I, like I said, I, I was talking to him about Big Star, and uh, he has that ministry at Big Star. So, you know, and I, I don't I don't intrude on that ministry. But, Ryan, I'm going to ask you, what are some dumb things you've done in your life? I've been trying to think about that for the past couple of minutes. Ryan, see, Ryan is... Ryan is... You know, I've, I've, I've done a lot of dumb things. <laughs> I, I can't think of one specific thing. Now, if you could ask any of my friends, I'm sure they could name them off to you. <laughs> but, well, I did learn this about Ryan, and it made me chuckle. Right. It's not it, it's not something that you did that is dumb, but it's something that you continuously do that other people find dumb. Okay, and I just look this, anything I do seems rational to me in, okay. the, in my head. Yeah, okay, we'll be headed out for free smoke. Okay, some <laughs> hot takes. Okay, so don't. don't but I, I heard this the other day, and it made me out loud laugh. You know. So. <laughs> You know what your nickname is? Have you ever heard your nickname? Is it Ra Ra? No, no, no. That's another one then. Okay. I just told you about the nickname. Okay. Mr. Krabs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who told you this? <laughs> I'm not telling my sources. I'm not telling my sources. But when they said it, I was like, that's so perfect. He said, <laughs> and he did the impersonation. He said, ha, 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 where's my money? <laughs> I was like, that is Ryan to a T. <laughs> So if you ever hear me call him Mr. Krabs, that's uh, Ryan is one of the most financially stable persons I ever met in my life. But he is uh, he's one of those that you would see on TLC. <laughs> it, extreme cheapskates, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like hangs up toilet paper to dry. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, we, give, we give Ryan flat, but Corey he, and I are like completely opposites. Corey spends spends money and I. I like to hold on to he money. acts like I just spend money left, right, and center. No, I spend money on things I think are necessary, like microphones for a podcast show. <laughs> <laughs> but even Ryan is kind of like, did we really need the microphones for the podcast show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, what was the other option? Well, I guess I will allow it then. You know? <laughs> so... So he, I get it. he acts like we it, balance each other. Yes, out. I was gonna say it. We act like it's extreme, but we really do balance each other out, yeah. you know. But that is something that's uh, really dynamic about our relationship is we talk about everything. You know, we talk about what are we going to do in this situation. You know, we lean first on the Lord. We pray. We pull out the Scripture, and then we talk about everything, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. So Ron and I spend a lot of time together. Like I said, we work together. 
on, you know, the church media team. And then we do our show and then we do our ministries together. It's, we spend a lot of time together, a lot of time, you know, if you spend enough time with anybody, you're going to find something that makes you butt heads. (laughs) Financial means just happens to be that thing for us, but we always get through it. You know, um, most of the time, this is how this, um, this relationship goes. Hey, Ryan, I would like some money to buy this. Nah. <laughs> Ryan, I really think this is a good idea. Here's here's my spiel. I give a 20-minute spiel. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea, but I don't think that's the top of the list item. Okay, Ryan, forget it. I'm just buying it myself. Here's my money. <laughs> so, I got to watch myself, you know, but... Uh, it it is a good dynamic. It's a it's a good dynamic. It's good to be balanced, you know. But uh... Nick and I were talking, and we came to the realization that me and him have like nothing in common besides like Jesus. And I don't even know why we're friends. But we we became friends pre Jesus, and then like we're friends now. But we have like nothing in common at all. Well, if you go listen to episode what is it eight, they'll tell you why he came friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but. Uh... You know, the funny thing is, Ryan and I bicker because we're identical. Like it's it, like you said, Nick and you have nothing in common except Jesus. Where it's like you and I have everything in common except money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so that's why it's like it's like siblings. You know, we we bicker because it's like he did this, he did this, he did. And it's like, well, you're you're doing it by you're you're doing it by saying he did it. You know, so it's it's like that. Um, sibling rivalry so because i i definitely feel that i feel like uh, ryan and i are definitely brothers from another mother but uh he gets to choose which mother he wanted to be from (laughs) (laughs) free smoke free smoke (laughs) Hmm. but uh yeah give me give me something dumb that you certifiably have been a part of or just you know watch unfold in your life On the spot. Um, You've had twenty eight minutes to think about it. I'm. I know. I, <laughs> you I'm, know. I I want to put this in right here. I'm gonna put this in. You know. I I like ask Ryan. I'm like Ryan. You cannot leave me hanging on the microphone. I do not want to be a mic hog. I do not want to be a mic hog. I know people are thinking I am a mic hog. I'm certifiably a mic hog. Ryan says, "Yep." Look. <laughs> this is another way me and Corey are different. He he likes to talk a lot. And I'm not that big of a talker. And I get blank when I get put on the spot. But I just thought of something, okay? I am not known for my driving skills. I think I'm an okay driver. I really am. But I had a, I had a few, like, mishaps. I was, I, we have a, a thing that says, are you sure about that? Are you sure it's about that? It's not on this slide, though. Yeah, it's not on this slide. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to. We're going to have to pick our top eight. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's unfortunate on slide. that we, we cannot use pads live. We're learning together, folks. <laughs> We're learning together. But I remember when I had my first car. It was a 2005 Nissan Altima. I was over at Nick's house. I was backing up. And I hit a tree in his in his backyard. So he, he lived in a trailer right next to the road. The road was to the left of his house. It was a narrow road. And I was backing onto the road, and I backed, like, into the ditch and backed into a tree. Now, it didn't do anything to the car. And then also... So, so you backed over the cat, the dog, the tree, the ditch. Yeah, I hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> and same thing at my grandparents' house. I backed into a tree again. And then I used to work at a restaurant, 
And I was leaving for work that night, going home. I backed into a car in the parking lot. I tell you what, you need a backup camera. And, I do now, but this was in my first car, and this was all in the same car. And then, so the front was pristine, but the back know, just looked like it was dented baby face. My dad had the car before me, and he had like two or three deer. So the front wasn't so the front and the back were just completely just smashed. <laughs> <laughs> now, from three of those, it didn't do that much damage to the back of my car, so it was good. It was good, but in my new car, I was at the gym and I backed into a. Uh, to a car there with the backup camera i wasn't paying attention i was looking at i was looking at a car in front of me it was a nice i think it was like a 2022 or 2021 tahoe like decked out and i was looking at it and i backed up and i hit a car so you hit the lamborghini backing up but don't that tahoe <laughs> was sure pretty <laughs> i think it was like a malibu or something like that but also i was at samuel derricott's house and we were in his dad's truck i was parked behind his dad's truck and Samuel was backing up. He hit my car. It put a big dent in the front bumper of my new car, but he got it fixed. It was good. And then also, I was in the parking lot at work, and a car hit me. And after work, I realized it hit me. We couldn't go back on the cameras to see who it was. The cameras didn't, like, reach that far. It wasn't that good. So, and another time, a deer ran into the side of my new car, too. I'm, I don't have a good history with so you vehicles. you pulled a Carfax on this poor car, and it's, like, wrecked 3,800 times. This is between two cars, but, yeah, I've, my new one's been hit hmm. one, two, three, three times? Four. Four times. So I'm going to go on a little bit of rant here, just to, talking about what you're talking about, because uh, I bet your insurance rates are through the roof, right? Actually, it's not. I only pay, like, 110 a month. For that, full coverage. That's pretty good. We're on a family plan, though. I thought you were going to say, I pay 110 a week. I was like, Ryan, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's outrageous. But no, um, I've been fortunate. I um, I got my crashes out of my life, young in life. So um, I did total my first car. I uh, I ran it to a tree. I came onto a gravel road. Well, it was a, gro- a road a gravel road, and then a road transition that was doing construction. I hit mm-hmm. that gravel too fast, lost control of the vehicle, and hit a tree. Uh, but um, I've been very fortunate that that, and I and I pray right now I don't have to experience this, um, but I've been very fortunate. But let me tell you some, uh, some side eye I have with insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And my wife is going to kill me when she hears the show. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all don't hear me <laughs> next week's show, my wife did it, okay? Corey has passed away, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, she, my wife is going to be headed up. Free smoke, free smoke, hey. Free smoke, free smoke. <laughs> but uh, so I have a record um, on my driving record. So my insurance rates are pretty good. They're pretty high. Um, my wife has an accident and I have an accident. We only have one accident each. So uh, my accident happened first. I was pulling a camper trailer, um, a big 30-foot camper trailer. And um, a state park said, uh, the dump site is down here. The dumpsters are down here. Everybody can fit. And so when I went into the park, there was two trees on either side of the road, and my camper was too wide for the trail. Oh, wow. So I ripped off my awning on on the camper trailer. Right. That was, was it. Was the awning out or was it? No, it was like it was stowed away. That was the point. That's how narrow this trail was. Yeah. Right. And so, like, of course, it ripped off the awning and it dented up the stairs and it ripped the side of the RV. It was like nine thousand dollars worth of damage. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and no no problems. Call the insurance. They tell me to take it to a local shop. They fix it. Beautiful RV, right? Uh, you know, just pay my deductible. It was like a hundred dollar deductible. Everything was good and dandy, right? That's not bad. And I was like, that was not a bad accident. That didn't even involve a second vehicle or anything, right? But this is how like sexist insurance is. <laughs> okay. My wife here goes the part, my wife is gonna kill me. And I'm gonna leave out some details, but uh, let's just say my wife um had a doozy of an accident. Okay, my wife, um unfortunately this was a time in our life where I was not following Christ and my wife and I were we were bickering, we were verbally arguing, and she was distracted off the roadway and she ran a red light. And uh she ran a red light pretty going pretty fast. Um, so she like T-boned a car, you know, all the airbags went off. Uh, the computer went through the windshield, busted the complete windshield, busted my computer. Um, multiple cars, multiple, you know, to multiple totaled cars. Let yeah. me, let me get that right. So, you know, and so the point where she got like tickets, citations for like reckless endangerment of an intersection, failure to follow speed limits, failure to maintain speed of a vehicle, failure to control a vehicle. You know, she got citations, lots of citations, right? Because she was in the wrong, right? And she had to go to driving school, right? And like have all, like they were to the point where they were going to like, if she did not attend all these driving seminars and all this, they were going to revoke her license, right? So pretty serious accident, right? And and, mm -hmm. and I'm not blaming my wife. I, I'm not, I'm not even saying it's her fault. I'm not, I'm not pointing fun at her. But what I'm saying is when the insurance came, you know, they, they fixed all those vehicles. They put all the people in the doctor, whoever needed to be, and everybody was okay. There was nobody who was, you know, fatally killed or anything like that. When insurance came, how many points do you think my accident was worth? I have no idea how the point system works. Well, so Progressive gives you a point, you know, uh, so every accident is worth four points. <laughs> like so, max or what? Uh, so four points is like, if you get four points, like that's, that's bad. That, yeah. Your rate's going to skyrocket. So I get mine in the mail. Four, four points. Four points. <laughs> four points. I was like, what? I get Sarah's in the mail. Four points. I was like, what is, how is this even the same? <laughs> how is this even the same? How is me hitting a tree, a stationary object with an RV, the same as, like, this? <laughs> so I, I have a bone to pick with uh, the insurance company. But, Men but, are more dangerous than women. Yeah, yeah. How how I want to know what statistic they pulled that from. I'm just saying I got some doubt. Yeah, men I, like to show off. Okay, I'm not saying they don't, but I'm like saying my, if you look at my driving record compared to my wife's driving record, uh, I'm just saying there's some night and day difference. Okay, are you calling women bad drivers? Corey? I'm not calling women bad drivers. I'm saying Sarah Oaks is bad driver. <laughs> 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 no, she's gotten really better now. She, you know, as she's matured, she's definitely got better. Yeah, she's grown with Christ. Yeah, as, as, and especially, I was going to say, we've gotten closer, uh, and our, our both of our relationships with Christ has gotten closer. And we, and see, here's the thing, is when you get that right, there's a lot of things in your life that just... Especially I, your driving. They, I, well, well, see, the thing is, if you're not driving angry, and you're not driving bickering, and you're you're loving each other, see, I could have prevented that whole accident. <laughs> I, I just say, you love Jesus, car-free car free accidents, you know. <laughs> But this episode, um, it's been a blast to, to kind of just get out here and just be ourselves. Um, like I said, we have our email. Please send us an email. If, if you hated the show, you hated it, send it to us. We'll read it. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Right into the right into the heart. Ooh. Right again. Just stab Ooh. me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I like this one, too.
Yeah, the original Minecraft. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, this has been Corey. This is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast.